Welcome to a new look, a podcast called The Prison Raw Focus, or formerly known as The Meds Up Podcast, and now we're back, different, but for now it's the last episode of the season, and it's great to have you coming on this Saturday morning, we're recording, get on, and as usual, returning is Ryan, from his home as usual, hello Ryan, uh, let me... Yeah, okay, we're ready. How are you going this week? Good, thank you. It's been a... Yeah, it's been a while since we've done our last podcast. Because we were very busy. And then... But we're back anyway, just to wrap up things for the last uh, episode of this season. Um, So, yeah, quickly, we've uh, changed our name to the Brisbane Royal Focus. We're going to be talking more about the Brisbane Raw from now on um, instead of just the normal football. Just We'll still be talking about some stuff overseas, matters overseas, but uh, we're going to be focusing as in the name on the Brisbane Raw and hopefully we get many Brisbane Raw fans listening to um, our podcast. So let's start with the first bit of what we wanted to talk about was my first question, Ryan, to you. Do you think this has been a successful season um, for the Brisbane Raw? You're muted. <laughs> yeah, I think... Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's been an average season for us. I don't. I wouldn't say successful, I'd say average, because... Like, we were very inconsistent. Like, some games we were doing really well, and then we went on that big drought of not winning, and then winning again, and then lose 2 0 to Wanderers. And yeah, I would not ever say that was a successful season. Even we like lost a bloody home final in a with the packed out more than daily. Like, it's definitely not a successful season, but it's an average season, encouraging season for. The future, the young players coming through. We'll talk more yeah, about maybe players in particular later on. But for individual performances, who's been the best role player this season? <sighs> That's really tough. I, I have two choices. I can either three actually. I have three. I could either say Riku Danzaki. Alex Parsons or Corey Brown? Well, I'd probably, for this question, leave out Parsons oh. because he'd probably be perfect for the next question. But you said, so at least you now have two choices. Brown? Yeah. Or okay. I'd, I'd, I'd go with Riku and Zaki. Riku. Yeah. For me, I think I'm going to go with O'Shea. As the best role player, kind of was a creative man in the center of the field. But next, this is probably where Parsons is going to go under, as he's been the most, uh, sorry, who has been the player that has come through this year as an outstanding player. So that's probably, for me, definitely Alex Parsons. Yep. Alex Parsons, I agree. What do you think of Alex Parsons this season? Elaborate. 
Oh, well, what more? Honestly, he He's the came in game. and made a huge impact. I mean, if I remember yeah. the words of Andy Harper in, in, in the game against the Alex Parsons project, where we, where we thrashed them. No, yeah, that, that was speedy, but Harp said something. He said, um, wherever you got him from, you got a good one. And I think that's really true. He's yeah. been, he's going to be someone uh, big for the future. Hopefully, he won't leave. You think he'd be a starter next season? Yeah, it has to be. But yeah, we kind of I think have to play him. I don't. I don't think he would leave. Like he, he he loves. We have Brisbane. to play him with. I can't see with him Nikolai Milosevic with his pace. I think it will be a very electric team. And it's his birthday today, Nikolai Milosevic. Happy birthday to him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who is? But hopefully, we'll be talking a lot about Milosevic next season in our next series on our podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I'm excited for him next season. He's going to we'll, be very we'll good. More, I think. We'll talk more about our signings later on as well. Um, but who's been uh-huh. the most underrated player this season? Hmm. I, for me, I'm going to say Kai Truen. I'm going to go with Scott Neville. Yeah, I think he young... is so consistent. Scott Neville is one of my favourite defenders in the A-League. So consistent. Never makes a mistake. Brilliant player. And, um, yeah, no, he's very underrated. He is very, very underrated. Yeah, Kai Truen, I think, is the same. He's been very solid at the back. And I think he should have started against Adelaide in the final. Yeah, Adelaide. I think over Aldred. Aldred didn't seem fit. Did you see he was off the pace? Yeah, who I, I think has had the most disappointing season for me, Tom Aldred. Um, no, I wouldn't say disappointing because he was he's, injured. What could he's, he do? He's never, he was never been able to play and he's been injured for a lot of it. And Yeah, but it's not his fault. So you can't say disappointing if it's not really his fault. No, disappointing as in hasn't shown what he couldn't show what he was capable of. And his season he will do that wasn't next as season. good as last season, as the season before. So, who's been your disappointment season? Disappointing player of the um, season? At the Raw or just A-League? Yeah, Raw. The Raw. Okay. <laughs> um... I'm going to go with Kai Trowin. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> if I went with Trowin, you would have a heart attack. Um, I'm going to go with Dylan Wenzel-Halls. Yeah, Dylan Wenzel-Halls has been disappointing. He had such a good start. And how many months of a drought of goals did he have? Was it like four? I think his last... Like four months. I think his last best moment was when he scored against MacArthur and he celebrated in front of the bullpen. Yeah, and that when was, was that? Goal. That was like March. That was in March or something. Not sure. But who's been the flop of the season? Most annoyingly, they have to have one. But uh, who's been the flop of the season? Joey Champness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. From- for me, um, I think no, no, no. For me, I think it's just one player in mind. Yeah. Who? 
And I think that's Golgol Mabratu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the exact same player, Golgol Mabratu. Biggest flop signing we've ever signed. He's not Alex Stanley. You excited me when you said he was good at Wanderers. When he first signed for us, you were like, oh, he's fast, he's good at Wanderers. Yeah, I thought he was going to... And that made me excited. Yeah, I thought he was going to have a lot of pace. Flopped. He's not got pace at all. He's actually not really in that A-League standard. Because he was fast at Wanderers, I remember. Yeah, it's... Well... So, and I never want to see Golgol Mabratu ever again in Brisbane Raw. If I see him again, I'm walking out the club. Okay, next question. Um, before we get on to the new season thoughts and the signings that we made, mm-hmm. I know your opinions about this. But you said earlier in the podcast, in the early seasons, and that you, you actually said you don't want to be at this stadium any longer oh. than this <laughs> season. But it, it looks to bound to be going to carry over till next season. But And that is why, when for the second you... season in a row, I'm not buying a membership. Because what's the point of me buying a membership? I've been a member for over 10 years, and then they're not going to take my money now because... I'm not going to allow it if they're still at that crap stadium. I think the location is off for me, obviously. Yeah. Quite no horrible. Terrible location. And it's you. too small. I've Honestly, out of all the A-League stadiums, I checked on Wikipedia, ours is the lowest like crowd numbers that you can get. It lowest like capacity. But attendance. I don't think... I don't think capacity, the, yes. I don't think capacity is the, the issue. I think it's the location. It is the issue. It doesn't matter because we don't actually fill the stadium. But if we were located, no. But I, I feel like we'd fill it if we were at Suncorp. Remember? Well, we have we definitely have high crowd numbers, but it's not. It's yeah. just going to feel the same anyway. But the only thing problem is th- the location is awful. And if you look financially, point of view, Brisbane Raw probably don't want to pay that much. They probably have to pay a lot more to be yeah. at Suncorp. So they're thinking if we're going to get similar crowd numbers or they're probably going to find that it's cheaper for them to have play it more daily, which I mean, what can you do? But I think it's a disgrace. I think they should be playing in somewhere in a better location. Suncorp. I would even take Robina's Seabus Stadium over it. Yeah. I think they've got to look at something... For the future, they have to think about. They can't be playing at that stadium for the rest of oh. <laughs> for the next till the next three years. In fact, I think it's just yeah. I mean, no sometimes way. the pitch is awful. The pitch has been awful at two games this season. Yeah, last season, all the commentators were saying, "What is this?" Like these teams would come to Brisbane and be like, what is this? How poor are they? The only, and especially when it's during midweek, we can't have it midweek anymore. Midweek home games Hmm. just don't work at that stadium, especially at the times. Sometimes it's not. Why is that? Is it because it's crowd numbers? If there's low crowd numbers at that stadium, it's not that, especially on a weekday night. It's very quiet. It's not the same. Yeah, it's very quiet and it's very... Mm. It doesn't feel like a professional football, especially if you look at this 
And yeah. along with those pitch conditions that we had, it didn't feel like a good game to watch. I think other teams yeah. in our stadium and feel worried and uh, what do you call have the feel afraid and feels you know they have to come here and think that oh this is such a loud good club such good supporters yeah during a midweek and then because of COVID rescheduling and all that that's why it's happened so I think next season yeah try and get games during weekends and maybe then we might have high yeah. numbers. I'm probably not going to be yeah. one of those because it's just a bit too far. I'm living on a taking me 50 minutes or so to drive there. Too far. Yeah. Um, especially plus with the traffic. I mean, I think if it was Suncorp, it's easy to get public transport quick. But hopefully once maybe finances are much better, we can maybe Go back to uh, Suncorp, or maybe we'll have a new stadium or a new venue in the future. Hopefully, anyway. Um, yeah. Let's talk about new signings for the Brisbane Raw. Um, I'm sure you like you like some of them. Um, we've made I think how many signings? We made three or so. Well, three, Nicholas, isn't it? Nicolai Malay. Steinman. Steinman. And the Argentine striker. Argentine man who's just come in. What's um, his name again? Juan Lescano. Mm. So, yeah, what do you think about those signings? Oh, you can go in. Page. I think they're decent signings. Well, definitely two of them are brilliant signings. But I don't know about one less Kano, but yeah, that's, that's the exciting a, thing. The strange... Like, I mean, it was sort of like Macaulay but, Gillespie when he signed. Yeah, it's the exciting thing. Like, O'Shea and Gillespie and all those players. And Thomas Broich. Like, I remember he signed for us and everyone's like, who is this guy? Like, some random German guy. In the first game, he was incredible. And Barisha. Um, he came from Albania or something and then came to Brisbane and then was incredible. So this guy could be like that. He could come from the Russian second division and tear it up in the A-League. So it's exciting to see how he'll go. But I honestly don't think that should be where we stop. We need to sign more players. Um, There are free players left. There's... um, you can Bamihan try is get Barisha. He's Bamyahan. Like, Raw shouldn't stop here. Bamyahan has said that he wants to stay in Australia as well, which means that there are he could go to. I, you know, I could just France. see Macarthur. Macarthur are making incredible signings. I can just see them going, "Hey, Bamyahan, come in and then sign him." Thing is, but dude, does does he really? I mean, he probably would take a Sydney club. He wouldn't go to the Wanderers. He's not going to go to Sydney FC. So there's only MacArthur left. Because I know he's, yeah. he loves New South Wales or Sydney. Um, but I think maybe he might just decide to go somewhere in a different state. Hopefully, Manny Steinman or if he, I don't think he, I don't think they're friends or anything. Because, I mean, it's not like every 
German has to be, I mean, because they've come from different parts of their careers and they've never played at the same club. I think maybe Manny Starman, hopefully, I mean, we'd like to have a German connection. What do you think? I mean, because I'm, I'm not suggesting um, that Manny Steinman is going to be all, let's bring in Barmyhan. Yeah, but what, what are we, never, how do we fit met. him in our team? I mean, they're... We only have two. Can I say something that I we only Barmyhan, have two centre mids in our team? O'Shea matter. and Steinman. So how but, would we fit? Barmyhan can still fit in because we're going to be having a lot of games. Barmyhan can play attacking as well. So nice to see. If we could get him, yeah. Nikola Milojevic, that signing. What do you think? I mean, it's oh. <laughs> best signing I've seen in a while. I think the goals he's scored is. I think he's been one of the more underrated players, and he's returning from Denmark. I didn't think he'd return that quick. Yes, I mean, like, wasn't that like one season? Yeah, Ranters. Disappointingly, he's only on a one-year deal, which I believe... But can't we extend his contract? I believe he signed for us on a one-year deal. I'm not actually quite sure. Yeah, I think just a one-year deal. Um, but I he think, can extend it. I think, yeah, I think he can extend it, of course. Manny Stammen's on a two-year deal with an option to extend as well. So, yeah, I like the Manny Simon signing as well. But the players who've left, of course, um, Nicole Gillespie, Riku Danzaki, Joey Chapness, uh, with his end of loan contract, Anton Burke Gilroy, end of his con- contract, Jordan Courtney Perkins, Dylan Wenzel Halls, and Golgol Mabratu. So, those are our releases. Any big losses? I mean, Riku Danzaki probably won't return. From his loan spell, maybe. Yeah. Joey Chamness, I think we should no, try he, and get he's him. He's 100% not returning. I think Joey Chamness. Chamness, I don't want him. Nah, no, nah. No. I think I would really like him to return. No, he's I, brilliant, I, I don't. No, brilliant player. No. I think he's got that X factor. He offers something different to no, the team. No, uh, no, no. Like, he, he's good but inconsistent, in my opinion. I think if we have that, he's. He missed a crucial penalty against Adelaide when he should have scored it. Well, yeah, but it's just, I don't know why they give him the penalty take. I don't know what... Yeah, I know, but towards the end of the season, did he's you see much from him? I didn't. I, I didn't see him towards the end of the season. But he's a young player. I mean, he's going to only improve. He's such a... I don't really like his music. I'm joking. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. That music I don't really is not of my liking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really listen to his the music, but... I think no, like, I, if he joins, I'd be like, yeah, okay, but Bozza, I want more. Bozza knows he's a good player. I think he's a good player. If he joins, I'm... Bozza, Bozza is... Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, I think he's a good player, but I, I... I want him to stay at Newcastle. I think he's a great player to have. Anyway. I wouldn't just... pay money for him. I would not use our transfer budget for well, him. Well, it would be illegal to pay money for anything. No, 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 no. Like, you know, like free transfers or whatever. I'd get him for on a free. I wouldn't get him on like a... Yeah, you can't, um, though. 
paid contract. Yeah. Well, <laughs> clubs can't put transfer fees to other clubs. That's not should be. No, like you know what I mean. Like we signed the Argentine striker with, like we paid the club a transfer fee. Yeah, that was because it's overseas. I mean, in A League domestic competition, we can't. Do you not pay transfer fees in the A League? No, it's not been. Oh, that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. How have I never known about that? Oh wow. Every day. <laughs> that is the worst rule I have ever heard in my life. I'm sorry. Well, in the future, it is going to be a case where we will have to pay transfer fees, but the clubs just can't do that. It's not viable. But aren't isn't the clubs getting 16 million each now? Yeah, that's that was. It's no one knows. With CBS and Paramount Plus, we'll talk about Paramount Plus later on, but. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's another podcast about transfer fees and clubs. They're gonna no, another podcast that in yep. the future. I know, I know what I heard is they need transfer that, fees. They're gonna do that in the future and stuff like that. But yeah, fifty hours. So when the halls went on a free, that is the most ridiculous yeah, well, thing I've ever heard. His contract finished. Life. His contract finished. It expired. So Jamie McLaren went on a free. Um. I believe his loan deal expired, so he was a free out. McLaren wasn't on loan with us. He was... Oh, he... no, he was released by Perth Glory. That's no, 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 but I'm saying Glory. when he left the Raw. Yeah, he left because he mutually terminated his contract. Yeah, I know, because um, he wanted a marquee contract. Yeah, his contract expired. That's why he left. Anyway, we won't go through all of the contract expirations that we get. That's why you see only one-year, two-year deals in the alley. You never see. Yeah, like it's just a Eurich one-year deal. Like the it's last ridiculous. Four-year deal we had was with Stefan Morgan. I don't know how. You, even in that, I mean, it didn't work. I don't. I'm on. I don't even trust these deals anymore. And they're only on like one these one-year deal, two-year deal, three-year deals. I don't trust. Like Steinman, honestly, he signed for a two-year deal. He's leaving next season. I'm sorry. After this season, he's going to leave. That's how A League works, man. Like the players are not loyal, and it's getting ridiculous. Let's go and. Why can't we be like the old days where Thomas yeah. Bruch was there for six years well, or more? It nothing has changed. It's just he was loyal. <laughs> Uh, he was just a club legend. Tommy Urich, the most unloyal player I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's just he's got to get the team that's giving him the most money. That's how you. That's how you really get those players to move from your club. So let's move on now to A League topics. Um, first of all, we've got our A League team of the seasons for the 2020 21 yes. season. Um, if you want to go first, you can kick off formation and... Okay. So, manager. Oh, we'll, Who'd we'll, you go we'll, for? Let, let, let's... We'll start with the goalie and then we'll work our way to the bench and then lastly we'll be the manager. I think that's... Oh, okay. Okay. Goalkeeper. Yeah, do you Jamie go... Young. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go... You you went with a 4-3-3. I went with a 3-4-3. Yeah, I went with a 4-3-3. So, what I'll do is I'll probably take my two wingers back. Yeah, into the fullback, which might not make any sense, but 
doing that now. But I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, goalkeeper Jamie Young has to be. If you didn't yeah. choose him, well, you can. My goalkeeper. Go, leave. I chose Jamie Young as well. Yes. <laughs> Don't you think in the uh, Dolan Warren Awards it was a bit rigged how they gave it to Federici and um Redmayne? How do you not give the award to Jamie Young? Yeah, how? I don't know how they – I mean, I think Jimmy Young had the most saves and had a lot of correct mm-hmm. first-placed in, – in, in optothetical of first-place finishes on on goalkeeping stats. Yeah, it's – those awards are just rigged for New South Wales only. It should be called the New South Wales Awards. That's what it should be called. With with the rest of the states with, finishing in fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got the Fair Play Award, which I think – that's the most ridiculous award I've ever heard. Fair play award will, I think, is better than winning the island. So I think we've pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let's move on to oh, our central defenders. Okay, so my left back. Oh yeah, we'll go with left. Um, because I have four three three. So yeah. left back Corey Brown. Um. This is gonna be a bit confusing because he's gonna be in my center back, but I've gone with Corey Brown as well. He's in my central. Defense because I'm playing that three at the he, back. Yeah, but he never played central defense. Yeah, but he's a defender, so he can play. Yeah, that. yes, Brown. yeah, 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 yeah. This is rough. Corey Brown is in my team. Okay, center back Scott Neville. Yeah, I've picked uh, Curtis Good from Melbourne City. He's going to be in my mm-hmm. central defense as well. Yeah, my other center back is Curtis Good. Hmm. My other center back from Melbourne City, from Sydney FC, experienced veteran Alex Wilkinson in my mm. defense as well. Never gets injured; he's always playing. And my right back. If this was FIFA, this defense would be a hundred cam because goalkeeper Brisbane Raw, center back Brisbane Raw, left back Brisbane Raw, and the two other defenders, Curtis Good and right back is Scott Galloway. I thought he was the best right back in the A League last season. I don't really have a fullback besides Brown. So my right back is also going to be my right mid, basically. Which so Scott is, Galloway then? So it's no my right back that I'm going to say is it's going to be for me my right mid. Used to, yeah. Yeah, but you have to say Scott Galloway, surely. It's going to be Bruce Kamau. What? You're right back. He's right mid for me. I'm playing a 3-4-3, remember? Okay, this is so weird. But okay. He's in the, in the right mid. So Bruce Kamau. I don't know even how Kamau got in he's, the team he, the He's season, been a brilliant player for Wanderers this season. I think he's shown yeah. that he's, a, he's um really good player. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's... Not had the impact he's had in previous seasons, but I think he's always been there as one of the better, as as a good player. I think he's definitely been a threat whenever. Well, we I think Scott Galloway was wondrous. the best right back last season because um he was scoring goals towards the end. So solid defensively, solid attacking. Honestly, next season be afraid. Okay, should we move to midfielders? So yeah. I'm doing a four-three-three with a cam. So that's my. Just telling you as well. So I'll have a cam. So there. Next will be my th- well, 
will be my left mid, I'll say, which is Marco Tiller in my left midfield. Oh, well, he's for me there somewhere in the t- attack, so you have to wait. Um, so center mid, Jay O'Shea. In my central midfield, in. I've got two central midfielders remaining. So my, one of them on the left hand side is Ulysses Davila from Wellington Phoenix. Now, of course, moving off to MacArthur. Yeah. Well, my second centre mid for me is Conor Metcalf. I thought he was really good. Is he in the Oli Roo squad? Yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. He also got in the Soccer squad. I thought he was brilliant last season. Well done to him. Where did he come from before City? He was at Wellington, was it? I don't know. I, no, he can't. It, never not. I think it was the Wanderers. Let me just quickly. No, he was Wellington. I swear. Oh, no. He came from Melbourne. Yeah, he's been a Melbourne product. Been an at, oh, outstanding I'm thinking academy. Of another... I swear, That's... then I'm thinking of another midfielder who's Aussie and came from Wellington and then went to another club. Oh, Dennis Genre, probably, yeah. No, Dennis John Rowe was at Melbourne City. Yeah, was. Oh, yeah, he was at City. Dennis John Rowe is also another good player for yeah. Belarus. But he's more like French. I think he came from France or played in. Played well, in he was born in Australia. He was, he was born in he Australia. He was born in France. No, right? Australia, wasn't it? Born in Paris. Oh, okay. And I think he played in Dutch. He played in the Dutch league for a bit. But he came Should I say my cam? Melbourne City. Yeah, let's let's go in our next midfielder. I'm going to quickly say my last. So for midfielder. me, just, oh, well, you, you just said yours before, but okay. No, no, my last centre mid, because I, because that's oh, okay. going to finish my midfield. Um, yeah. Craig New from Melbourne okay. City. He so wasn't at centre mid all season, but okay. It um. Really For me, my cam, my central attacking mid has to be Milos Ninkovic. Has to be. I don't know anyone else who's better than him in that position. I don't think he's had a good season. I think he has. Injuries, all that. I like him. I I think every season for me, he'll always get in the team of the season. Um, Attack. So left wing, right wing striker now for the left. I guess yeah. that's, that's like me as well. We'll start with the left wing then. For me, Tom Ahmed is going to be my mm. left wings. He's going to... My wingers are basically forwards or strikers. Those are the three players that I have up there. So Tom, Tom Ahmed from Wellington. Brilliant Recently season. joined Wanderers. Brilliant season. Yeah. He's been a great threat. Yeah, he has. Um, For me, in that left wing position, Marco Tilio. Hmm. Has to be. Honestly, he has the X Factor. You talk about Chantanus having the X Factor. This guy has the XXXXX Factor. Everyone knows how amazing he is. I was surprised when he didn't get selected for the Oliver's, but then in the extended squad, he got selected or something. Honestly, he is the best youngster in the A-League. By far out of everybody, best youngster in the A-League, Marco Tilio for Melbourne City. Right winger for me is Matt Derbyshire, who's going to be slash striker. Mm. Um, yeah, of course. 
brilliant in his first season. Uh, I don't know. No, I think he had a good start, but he was quite average. The second second top goal scorer. I think. No, I don't have any complaints for striker. For me, right wing Costa Barbarusis. I thought he was brilliant for Sydney early in the season. season. He is. Doesn't matter. He is one of my favourite players in the A League in the past few years. Even when he was at Roy, he's such a good player. And Costa Barbarusis definitely has to get in my A League team in the season. By far, I think best in that position. So yeah. For Strike, I think we both have the same one. Striker, Maybe. we both have the same. Yeah. It's Jamie McLaren for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I chose Jamie McLaren as well. Yeah, brilliant. How many goals? Was it 28? 24. Oh, wow. I think. That is crazy. And, yeah, no, McLaren. actually. Why did he not get selected as one of the overage players for the Oli Roos? I would have chosen him. Probably for the Soccer Roos duties. Anyway. Oh, true. Move on to the bench. Soccer Roos, they're in September, aren't they? Yeah, but uh, he just played, didn't he, for the Socceroos? Yeah, true. Let's move on to the bench. Well, Mitch Duke did too. Your bench okay. goalkeeper. James Delianov. I was thinking Oliver Sale, but I went with James Delianov. I went with Mark. I think his name, I don't know. It's, his name is... Margush. What's his first name? It's Birigidi. Jordan. Oh, Mark Birigidi. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I was thinking like, is it Mark or Birigidi? Yeah, you went Mark with Birigidi. him. Wow. No, I, I, I think he's very average. Well, it's good season, I think. And then they conceded. No the- way did he deserve best keeper of the A League this season in the awards, but of course they're rigged for New South Wales teams. But yeah. Let's go next. Just let's just read out the rest of your bench. Yeah, Alex Parsons is another bench player for me. I think definitely deserves the A League team of the season. Breakthrough star from the Brisbane Raw, and yeah, brilliant player. Yeah, read out the rest of your team, your bench. Riku Danzaki, of course, had to get in there. Tommy Urich of Adelaide United. I thought he was really, really good for Adelaide this season. He came in and. He needs to be selected in the Socceroos next season for the next qualifiers. If Urich is not selected, I hate Graham Arnold. So, yeah. And then the last one, Stefan Kolakowski of Melbourne City. I think he deserves it. <laughs> he deserves to get selected. And, yeah, no, Stefan Kolakowski. You seem to have so a bad that... reaction when I chose Urich. <laughs> When you said I said get rid of Graham, what was it, Graham No, 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 not get rid. No, I just said like I would hate him if he didn't choose Tommy Urich. That's what I said. I said I'd hate him if he doesn't choose him because he needs to be selected for the next Socceroos camp qualifiers. We we might see Graham Arnold come out and say, "Where's the apology?" (laughs) When he said that, apology for what? Let's. I'll read it. I've got five players on my outfield players on my bench. Um, first is Kolakowski from Melbourne City. Apology for what? Kolakowski on the bench. Diamante. Yeah, he was on the bench too. 
um, Adrian Luna, uh, Florian Berongay, and Jay O'Shea. And manager of the season for me was Patrick Kisnovo of Melbourne City. Oh, me too. Paddy Kisnovo. Didn't I say at the start of the season, you asked me a question that who do you think will be the first manager to get sacked? And I said Kisnovo over Brebna. <laughs> and that was just because City had a bad start. They were sitting ninth and everything and they weren't doing the greatest. But wow. First manager, first like A-League management he's done and wins the league. He has to be there. Let's move on now. That was all your Tina seasons. Wow. Been a long season. Um, yeah, and I, I can't wait to see some of these players in the Oli Roos as well. Um, yeah, all of these players have been good, right? Had such great seasons. But let's think about the opposite. Who's had a really disappointing, like one player's had a really disappointing season? You play, players, you know, thinking that he was going to have such a good season. But, um, we'll say a lot of excitement around this player building towards the season, but not following up with all that excitement and all that you know, prediction of him being a quality-aided player. Who's been that disappointing player? In the Arabic this season. Disappointing player. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, someone that, when you said disappointing, can they be a flop? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, could I just say goal goal? I mean, okay. Yeah, he's the flop, but not disappointing because he's always going to be disappointing. Who's who? Because who was someone who's was, as I said before, like had a had biggest excitement of coming into the A League and performing and being one of the most exciting players on the pitch, but not delivering that. I don't. There's a few players I'm thinking of. There's so many. I don't know if there's that many, but I think for me, it's going to be... I'm going to go with Abini. Bernie Abini. Bernie Abini. I thought him joining Wanderers, he'd do all right, and he was really disappointing for me. I don't don't usually like him playing. Um, Sometimes, yeah, very inconsistent. Um, For me, my disappointing player has to be Rudy just dead just because I thought he was going to be a threat on the headers hasn't done that at all and I can re- recall he, him thinking that he was just dead yeah even Callum McManaman could I, you say? I can recall that he actually just quickly I think I recall just yeah. dead saying that he was going to be a top goal scorer as well but yeah Callum McManaman being average yeah. 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 I'm. All, I was also thinking, you know, Marco Susayeda hasn't. I, I don't think that like, with his credentials hasn't had. No, I thought Susayeda was good. 
Yeah, good. I'd but say Benyat. Benyat. Benyat ex Barigo or something like. Benyat is a He he. I don't. I don't yeah. think he's had bad seasons. It's just average. Not. I mean, with you look at the credentials, they haven't been amazing. But I I think they were getting older, and I think. I mean, they're they're not that old, but you know, I think they they didn't quite adapt to our football, but they were. In moments, in patches, they were very good. Just maybe not. They didn't deliver MacArthur as I would have thought. Mm. Would have, you know, like with assists, long-range strikes here and there. Though when we saw Marcel Sosa score that beautiful goal when he just skipped past that the flank or what do you call the six-yard or the that that goal post line, that the outline, and he like yeah. Moved past the defender and just kept going, and that was a very good quality um, strike and goal. That was something I expected of Marcos Oceda. Anyway, yes, yeah. A league signings. Any big A league signings that you're most excited about? Besides uh, um, raw ones, A league ones. Oh, besides raw, okay. Um, probably. Have a lot of movement, transfer movement this window. Tomahamed to Wanderers. Yeah, no, that's one. There's Ulysses de Villa yeah. as well to Yeah, I was gonna say him too. Yeah. What are some other ones? Um I don't know. Tommy Urich to MacArthur. Been, there's been so many, I Oh, Melbourne Victory, sorry. Firstly, Melbourne Victory pulling out some big signings. And not just like uh, signing just foreigners. They're signing good Australian Socceroo sort of fringe players, which I think when you sign those type of players, they, I mean, Jason Guerrier, Berlanti, and Davidson, what are three signings? I mean, they're good Australian a-League players, but also trying to get into the Socceroos team, hopefully. Or well, they want to, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think there's those are very good signings. Yeah. And Newcastle Jets as well. They made some very quick, good signings. Um, Devlin and LZ and some others. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Though they've made some disappointing releases, I think. Not, I don't think James Donarchy, firstly, I think he wanted to leave, but disappointed that he actually never played for the Jets and he signed for them for two years, but never played because he was on loan in that. Um, but I think they Contrumbus released, and that's disappointing. I, don't, I, don't, I think it was very good for Jets. But uh, they released him. Same with Connor O'Toole, which I'm surprised about. Good young Australian defender. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the excitement of the, the A-League. Um, is we're going to have a new broadcaster, Paramount Plus. Oh, yes. Um, this is going to be an exciting new deal. The we have a new team of 
pundits and commentary. Hopefully, hopefully Lucy Zelich will have some. We'll have some ones that we obviously know, of, um, and ones from maybe from Fox as well returning onto the staff roster at Paramount Plus or the A League, and we're seeing all <laughs> all of the the usual competitions back on all in one. What do you call one package, one deal, which is great. Socceroos, you know, we got FA Cup. I like that. All of that. And it's just a great mm. season, I think. Channel 10 also doing great things, trying to advertise it. So I think A-League is going to be a lot more popular next season, hopefully, with more better at, and stronger advertising. Especially it's on the free Freeview TV. I think that's what they call it, the free TV. I think that's great. Mm. What are your thoughts on the New Deal Paramount Plus? I think it's great. Great influx of money into the A-League. Um, I think they would be a lot more um, advertising the A-League. Um, I thought Fox now, Sports true. never really advertised A-League. Fox Sports were very poor with their advertising. They like rugby and boxing more than A-League. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. I like how all the football in Australia is in one broadcast, so it's nice. Yeah, I'm going to be definitely hopping onto that Paramount Plus 2 deal. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I just can't wait to see what happens. I know, um, actually, they're going to be streaming the FA Cup for free on their 10-player yeah. just to test the thing out and see if you like it. I'm going to be definitely hopping on the FA Cup 10 play and watching all that, um, which will be great. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that you don't actually have to pay until the actual A-League starts, which is nice. And yeah, and I, it's going to be a good season. Just like Premier League and Championship and all those seasons, just around the corner, football only just coming back in, in Europe now and We'll see Australian and yeah. Ollie Roos, um, also next. Ollie Roos play this Thursday. And yeah, it's going to be a good, uh, what do you call future in you know, football? Um, so yeah, we'll have. I, I think any anything else you want to add? No, I don't know what more for Paramount Plus. Or just any anything. To raise up for this season, any? Well, I'm just hyped for this next season, yeah. and I really, really want Raw to make more signings. Do not stop now. They got to be like these other clubs, like Macarthur and Newcastle, who are going all out. And can I wait? Say one thing. Has Corica officially left Sydney? No, it's not been announced, but there's been a lot of movements. I'm not surprised if he does leave. So who would be their coach? I think Efectale would probably be their number one choice. I thought he signed a new contract with Wellington. I mean, as you said before, a contract doesn't mean anything. <laughs> mean oh, anything. true. Yeah. No, but for managers, for managers. I mean, he probably would sign it. To, he probably won't move. I mean, Efectale look, looks to be someone who doesn't want to move. Looks set at Wellington. But, I mean, if it's Sydney FC but giving you an offer, that's like his home. He works there. 
knows the people yeah. there. I think yeah. when Ufukele leaves, I think Wellington need to go for... I think they need a, their next appointment will be someone... has to be someone in New Zealand, maybe a New Zealand coach, because, I mean, Australian coaches don't want to really want to live... <laughs> they won't stay at New Zealand for a long time. Um, but obviously, I'd like to see some New Zealand coaches coming in and delivering for Wellington Phoenix. But yeah, I think it's done well with the Phoenix, and we'll see if Steve Crocker does leave. Yeah, so we'll be doing more podcasts <laughs> um, in the future because we're going to have Ollie Roos chats and all that. We mm-hmm. actually. Should we actually do all the post thoughts on the Oli Roos games? We'll be watching those games, so we'll have a lot of Oli Roos chats. So basically, call us the Oli Roos yep. podcast because we'll be talking about Oli Roos only um, <laughs> for the tournament where I'm really excited about Is it first games against Argentina, isn't it? Yeah, the group is challenging, but I like challenging opponents. Oli Roos always, Australia yeah. usually step up to the big games, and I hopefully, hopefully they will. Hopefully, it'll be good. If we can get through, that would be amazing. But I think a third-place finish, I think my prediction for that group stage. Yeah. If we can get one win... Wait, what happens if you're third? Are you out? Yeah. Unfortunately, unlike the women's, I mean, the third place straight away knocked out. Wait, what is the women's like? Women's has a possible third-place progression. I think they call it like that. Third place is a potential qualification. If you get more points, that's better because it's like it's like euros. Yeah, it gives you a bit of a chance. Um, but yeah, just that was. I guess that's we'll wrap things up now. Um, so yeah, we're new. We have a new name, the Brisbane Raw Focus. So I'm mainly talking about Brisbane Raw from here on. Or obviously, Australian football is. Sorry, A League is not going to start for a bit, so we're going to. Obviously, do Brisbane Raw our preview of the new season when more signings happen, and we'll do predictions later on. But for now, Ollie Roos is just around the corner. We'll be talking a lot about the Ollie Roos campaign and the Matildas um, Olympics. Ollie Roos, I just think <laughs> some of their players that are coming in. We forgot about Nathaniel Atkinson as well. I mean, oh, in the yeah. right-back role. But I think just those players are so exciting. Marco Tilio, yeah. hopefully he plays. Azani, can't wait for these exciting young players to, to play against all the big guns. I think Spain have got some big players as well. Sensio, I believe. Danny Olman. Uh, Pau Torres, I think. Oh, yeah. No, Spain, I think, have the best squad. And a few... And a good goalie, I believe, from... Spain's elite tier. Yeah, Unai Simon, he was yeah. the one who started every single game for, for Spain, in yeah. the Euros, and they went to the semi-finals. Not sure why he's playing, but uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. So we're kind of screwed. But no, I he's young. Wait. I think I can't he wait is under game. 23, I think. I can't wait for the Against game. Spain. When is it? When is it? It's the second game, so I think it's a midweek game, I think, or maybe on the weekend. Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Unai Simon is for 24. I looked at the squad's... Some players have more overage players. There's some of them have like seven 24 year olds. I thought this is meant to be an under 23. Oh, 24 year olds are allowed because this is a delayed tournament. Are they? 
you know, Thomas Deng as well is in our team. Oh, okay. Because um, I saw I saw 24. I'm like, they're cheating. This, so this I, I saw un- that straight away and I was like, yeah, Because it's, it's a delayed tournament. Of course, it's going to be like, they're not going to be so stingy on that. Cause it, yeah, they were going to because they were going to be already be able to participate, but they couldn't, and it's kind of un, like it's not their fault that they, you know, their age and that, but they wanted to like they want to be in the Olympics because they qualified themselves. They were playing, they should earn the right yeah. to play for their team. But I can't wait. Australia v Argentina Thursday night. And then yeah, I'm excited because this feels like another like kind of World Cup Euros tournament. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, and because we're playing in Spain as well, that's gonna be interesting. I can't wait for that. And because I'm not, I don't know what to expect as well. It's been a while since Oli Ruiz have played in the Olympics tournament, and this is probably the time because the players that they have, I think, is definitely one of the best we've had. Um. Yes, I mean, I would have liked to see a bit more. You know, top, uh, top overage players coming in. Maybe I would have liked to see Petrados feature in our overage squad. Um, yeah, Petrados. I think he fits well in that group. But um, we got Mitch Duke, and I think Ron Tung is withdrawn. I don't know if he's going to be featuring at all. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah it. I guess for the podcast. Um, stick around for the. Please make sure to follow us. Um. On our where are we listening from? Because we're pretty much on most podcast platforms: so Spotify, uh, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and all that. All our links are there in the de- description. Please follow us um, because we're going to be hopefully um, your number one Brisbane Raw podcast <laughs> in the future, and we'll be talking a lot about Brisbane Raw and. You know, A League football as well. So thanks for listening. Thanks, Ryan, for. I think he's having some connection issues. There, Ryan. And he's having connection issues, but thanks, Ryan, anyway, for joining us. Um, and um, see you next time for the podcast. We'll be talking 